money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. On the TV, on the radio, and even social media, everyone has become a debater. Hot heads, hot takes, and lots of hot air are now the norm. But only one can be the master debater. This is Master Debaters from News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And I'm Dennis Foley. And welcome to Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Joining us this week, our first debater can be heard each weekday on San Antonio's Energy 94.1, Cisco. Hey, Cisco. Hey, Dennis. Good to be here. Well, welcome aboard. Our next debater can be heard each weekday afternoon on Fox News headlines 24-7 on Sirius XM one, uh, Channel 115. The latest sports headlines there. Say hello to Matt Napolitano. Hey, Matt. Hey, how you doing, Dennis? Good. And our third debater can be seen each weekend on Success in the City on the CW35 right here in San Antonio. Hello, Roman Garcia. Hey, Roman. Hola. Hola, hola. Excited to be here. Excellent. Well, they will all be presenting arguments in an effort to try to win over our judge, who this week is Alex from Long Island, New York. Hello, Alex. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Good. Now, Alex's job is to analyze and critique each response our contestants give to questions that I present throughout the show. And along with asking the questions, I am also some sort of a referee, something I don't like, maybe rule-breaking. There's going to be, yeah, that whistle. So before we get started, let's give our contestants a chance to get to know our judge a little bit better with the question. Let's start with Cisco. Do you have a question for our judge, Alex? Uh, how you doing, Alex? I'm doing all right. Well, that's a pretty uh, basic well, question. That... Well, well, I was going to get a little bit more. I think I asked this to the last person as well. Um, uh, New York style pizza or uh, Brooklyn style or Detroit style? New York style and Brooklyn style are the same. Nice. Got Detroit it. style, I don't know if they I don't even know Detroit had a style. In fact, I don't know anything. I don't know anything that positive that's come out of Detroit since Jack Morris. Oh. Uh, our next uh, question for a judge comes from uh, Matt Napolitano. What's the name of the mayor of Detroit? Now, um, let me ask you, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, if you had to pick amongst your favorite holidays, I'll toss three at you. Halloween, Thanksgiving, and St. Patrick's Day. Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I guess as a, as a kid, your favorite holiday is Halloween because of the free candy. But as an adult, your, your holiday is St. Patrick's Day because of the free green beer. It's Christmas every day, right? I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. To me, it's yeah. the right answer. But uh, Roman, do you have a question for a judge, Alex? Yeah, hey, Alex. Um, have you ever been to Texas? And uh, if not... Do you plan to visit? Uh, if you have been, what was your favorite part? I have only, I have driven cross-country, and I did catch that little bit of Texas you get through Amarillo, 
on I-40. Mm-hmm. So you could say technically yeah. that I have been in Texas, but <laughs> uh, I, I've never been to the major cities of Texas, and I do plan on going at some point. I will definitely come down there. Okay. Well, I feel bad that of all the places, Amarillo is the one you had to hit, but that's okay. Agreed. Uh, yeah, we, we won't call Amarillo any sort of ambassador of Texas. Don't judge us by Amarillo. <laughs> We're more than Amarillo. Trust us. <laughs> all right, let's play. Opening arguments on Master Debaters. It is opening arguments. In this segment, I will give each combatant a question. That combatant answers the question, and our judge, Alex, will give them a score between 0 and 10 points. They will each have 30 seconds for their argument, and a budget with them know when that time is up. Toys R Us is coming back. Kinda. I don't wanna grow up. I'm Toys R Us. There have been several failed attempts to bring back Toys R Us since its demise in 2018. The newest attempt will be a collaboration between Toys R Us and Macy's to open toy shops in over 400 department stores beginning in 2022. And this week, customers can buy Toys R Us goods on Macy's website. Jeffrey the Giraffe will be back to welcome guests. It's unclear how big the toy shops will be inside of Macy's stores. That's correspondent Alex Stone. So Toys R Us has been coming back for years, it feels like. So Cisco, do you want to see it come back or should it remain part of American retail history? Your uh, 30 seconds starts now. Well, listen, personally, I'd love to have it back, but the reality is it just won't survive. I mean, I think they'd do a better job at opening Toys R Us on the Amazon site because that's where most of these parents are getting these kids, uh, these toys for the kids anyways. Um, I mean, it it brings back memories for me, but uh, in all reality, it's just not going to work. I think it needs to stay uh, a relic and, uh, and, and gone forever, unfortunately. There you go. Sorry, I didn't hit all 30 seconds. No! <laughs> all right, Alex, what score are you giving that 0 to 10? Ooh, uh, I'll give it a 6. Okay, next topic. The new host of Jeopardy is facing some backlash over disparaging comments he made on another program. Seven years before Mike Richards was named as the new host, he hosted a podcast called The Random Show. A review of all 41 episodes published by The Ringer says Richards frequently made inappropriate comments about women, Jewish people, and poor people. In a statement, Richards says he was humbled to confront what he called a terribly embarrassing moment of misjudgment, thoughtlessness, and insensitivity. He added the show was meant to be a series of irreverent conversations, but that his attempts to be funny and provocative were not acceptable. That's correspondent Linda Kenyon. We hear these stories over and over again about things celebrities, hosts, popular people did in the past, casting a shadow over their present. So, Matt Napolitano, should past events continue to haunt people years after they happen? 30 seconds. In the case of... Mike Richards and Jeopardy, absolutely not. This is eight years ago. It was comments made quickly on a podcast. It's not even the worst thing that a comedian named Michael Richards has ever done. Let's be real about that. Let the guy host Jeopardy. He did a very good job in the guest role, quite frankly, and was one of the better people for the job. I know a lot of people are upset thinking it should have gotten to a bigger name celebrity, but I think you got to see what he can do. He's not going to be Alex Trebek. No one ever will be. This guy does not deserve the blowback he's getting. Let's give him a shot to bring Jeopardy into a new era. All right, Alex, 0 to 10, what do you give that? Oh, that's a very well-thought-out argument, but I do feel that Matt may have some pro-Jeopardy bias. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with an 8. 
Okay. Next topic, some expert advice on TikTok about your bathroom habits. Do you make yourself go before you go just in case, you know, tinkle before leaving the house so you're not stuck when you're out? TikTok is all over this with experts telling us don't do that. Let's talk what happens when you pee just in case, like when you are about to leave the house. You're like, I don't know if I have to pee, but I may have to pee, so I'm going to go pee. Sabrina Baxter is a physical therapy student. If you do this often, your bladder is never filling up properly. So you may have the urge to pee more frequently because it's only filling halfway and it's going ding, ding, ding. I have to go pee right now. And then your body becomes used to that, so it's hard to get out of that. It's a habit. That's correspondent Stacey Lynn. So, Roman, do you buy this whole concept of not going before you have to go 30 seconds? Look, I'm I'm over 50, so my three quarters of my day is about going pee. So I can't even relate <laughs> to someone who says, well, you know, time it out a little better, hold it in, and then you can really go. I'm constantly in a state of feeling like I have to pee. But the thing that strikes me is that, again, um, are we just finding stuff to, to fill time online? Like, let's talk about pee? Like, <laughs> there's nothing else... Like we could talk about, like, give me, give me a good, I don't know, keto recipe. I don't know. Well, it did fit nicely into the show. So, Alex, uh, what score do you want to give zero to ten? I'm going to give Roman, I'm going to give Roman a six and a suggestion that he see a urologist. Okay, well, coming <laughs> up. <laughs> Only fans getting rid of some comments that some of you out there might be very upset about. Our debaters will debate that and more next on Master Debaters from KTSA. This is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. It is, and the debate continues. We have Cisco, Matt Napolitano, and Roman Garcia this week competing to convince our judge, Alex, that their argument is the best argument. But if you want to be a judge on a future edition of Master Debaters, head over to our website, ktsa.com, and sign up. It's that easy. So let's keep this debate going. For argument's sake on Master Debater. So in this part of the show, I'm going to give all three contestants the same question, and they will each take a turn presenting their argument on that matter. After they all take their 30 seconds to respond, our judge will then give them each anywhere from 0 to 20 points for their responses. The first topic, besides requiring a clean haircut, proper skirt length, and an appropriate shirt, another Texas school district has added a new element to its dress code, a face covering. In Texas City, southeast of Houston, school superintendent Dr. Melissa Duarte says she fully understands some parents' opposition to face masks at school, but... We also have a responsibility as a district to take care of our children when they are in our care. And so a mask is now required by the district dress code. When 8th grader John Ratano showed up at school... They were handing out masks at the entrance and I told the lady, no thank you and she asked why. And I said, I don't like wearing masks. And he was sent home. That's correspondent Jim Ryan. So the question is not whether to mask or not, whether to get vaccinated or not, or at least here in Texas. Do rules implemented by a government with law enforcement backing need to exist to tell uh, that they must wear a mask or even be vaccinated. We're going to start with Cisco. 30 seconds. 
Well, listen, I, 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 this is a tough subject. I mean, it's, it's very sensitive with what's going on in the world. But um, I, I don't think that the school district, I think they're trying to kind of uh, pull one up on the, on the government um, and try to institute a face mask, even though the, the governor of Texas obviously says that he doesn't want face masks. So I, I don't agree. While I believe that we should all try to mask up, I don't know if I agree with the school district on, on making this a, a part of the dress code. I, I think they've kind of stepped a little too far on that. All right, Matt Napolitano, your 30-second arguments. You know, I think the bigger underlying issue here is that a piece of cloth over one person's face has become one of the most politically divisive issues going on in our country. You know, this is a matter of a public health crisis. I think, you know, whatever steps need to be taken, be it, you know, mandates for vaccination in certain businesses or needing to mask up when you go into certain venues, I think it needs to be accounted for. And, you know, I think there needs to be proper steps taken. I don't think you need to go above and beyond and, you know, rope law enforcement into this. I think they have enough on their plate as it is. You have to do just what's wise for the general public right now. And Roman, your 30-second arguments. I think that if they're going to do something like that, they need to give someone an, an option if they don't want to wear the mask. Okay, you know, give them the option to, yeah, do something from home. Give them the option to be maybe in a different part of, of the, the school or something. You know, I, I remember when there was bullying and all that happening, they, they had whole separate classrooms they would send kids to. So there's got to be something they could do but i don't think they should be forcing them to do it i don't think they need to be using law enforcement and be so heavy-handed because a lot of people don't use their mask properly anyway i was at the airport the other day a guy sneezed pulled down his mask to sneeze so you know come on all right and just to clarify the uh, governor's order is to uh ban mask mandates he supports wearing masks he just doesn't the, the order specifically says that governments can't uh force people to do any of that so alex what scores you want to give each of them Zero to 20. Um, point of clarification. Uh, does that order count for school districts yes. as well? Yeah, because technically okay. um, school districts are their own government bodies here in Texas. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, an eight for Matt, a... Seven for Roman and uh, six. Okay, next topic, the website OnlyFans, which primarily features nude women and sexually explicit scenes, is making a major change. Starting in October, OnlyFans won't be quite as much X-rated. The change will not make it family-friendly, not by a long shot. Nudity will still be allowed. What will change is the sexually explicit content. That will no longer be permitted. It all has to do with money. The company says the move is taking place to comply with the requests of its banking partners and payout providers. It's estimated more than 130 million people use OnlyFans. That's correspondent Steve Futterman. So, speaking broadly, should websites like OnlyFans or sites like them, however you view them as a service, innocent or not, have a place in society? We're going to start with Matt Napolitano, 30 seconds. You know, it weirdly became a, a line of work for a few people during the pandemic, you know, just something to bring in any form of money. You know what? If... If it works for you and there's people that are subscribing and it's within any kind of legal grounds, you know what? Go for it at this point. I mean, there's worse things on the Internet. 
You let it just happen. You know, I, I don't understand like why the banking partners are suddenly like, yeah, we can't let this fly. Did you see how much <laughs> money the OnlyFans is raking in? I feel like whatever you're doing, keep on doing it, guys. Like on the on that same note, though, you know, gotta feel bad for those, uh, you know, the the cam folks out there that are working with certain porn operators. I guess, you know, hmm, sad. Uh, Roman, your thirty second argument. I mean, if you can't make a business model of porn work, then nothing else is going to work. Because I know lately I've been seeing these ads for OnlyFans that say, hey, start an account and show people your cooking skills. Show people how good you paint. And I'm like, unless you're hot and butt naked doing those things, no one's going to care. So I think OnlyFans is going to become a lonely fans because people, uh, that's how it got popular, you know. So, um, and, and like I said, some people, that's how they make their living. So, you know what? These people are just going to go to other sites and OnlyFans will just drop. Uh, Cisco, your 30-second argument. Well, well, listen, I mean, you know, strip clubs have been around for years, and now it's kind of evolved where you don't have to go there to see the action. You can do it all from the comfort of your, your phone. Um, so, uh, you know, I think they uh, – uh, I mean, I think the model works. I, 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 I disagree. If I'm running OnlyFans, that's kind of what their model has evolved in. If, if anything, they should steer towards doing more of it and not try to do the, the cooking or the cleaning or any of that. Um, they've, they've raked it in. They've, they've kind of hit a jackpot. Um, so. What do you guys think about a KTSA OnlyFans uh, page? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Know, pictures walking Start through the hallway. Start with Sean. Open my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alex, what scores do you want to give? Zero to 20. Zero to twenty. Oh, uh, I'm gonna give sixteen across the board. Okay. Because they all kind of nice. pretty much said the same idea. Okay. Well, next topic from Britain: a story that illustrates why it may be a good idea to change all your passwords. After a bad breakup. A jilted woman hijacked her ex-boyfriend's Alexa voice assistant for more than a hundred miles away and used it to turn the lights on and off and to tell his new girlfriend to get out of his house. There's actually no law against that, but there is against posting naked pictures of your ex online, and that is what 46-year-old Philippa Copleston Warren pleaded guilty to. The new girlfriend fled. That's correspondent Vicky Barker. So what's your biggest fear in a situation like this? Your private info getting out, your ex still having access to all your stuff, your new boo scurrying off, or maybe something else. We're going to start with Roman, 30 seconds. Well, I think in a, in a, in a breakup situation, you, you're, you're used to be concerned about stalking or, you know, maybe getting stabbed in a random parking lot. But now with technology, yeah, they can uh, drain your bank account, you know, not, not not that I would ever trust to send nude photos to someone because you just never know. Uh, you could get a hacker, and, and if I do get one, they put it out there in the internet. You know, you're welcome, world. There you go. But um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think my worst fear would be just my personal information and my junk being put out there for the world to see. Cisco. Not that I'm not proud of it, but you know. <laughs> Cisco, what say you? Thirty seconds. Uh, my worry is, I mean, if me and my wife broke up, we share passwords, and then the whole world would know what my OnlyFans password is. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I, it, it, seriously, you know, if if anybody out there, you know, 
you've got to be responsible for for your, that personal information. And if you end up sharing it or you give somebody uh, that you don't know all that well all that information, it's kind of on you. Um, you know, you're responsible for that sort of information nowadays, and you got to be responsible about it. So protect your own stuff. Have your own passwords. And Matt Napolitano, your 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you're sharing any kind of passwords at this point, you're way too far into the relationship, and it's definitely just going to delve somewhere that you just don't want it to go. You know, change up your passwords when you break up with people. You know, make sure they're off any other kind of accounts. Do what you got to do because, unfortunately, some people take things a step too far like this, and it ends up driving people away. Who knows? You could have ended up with this woman dating her for a while, getting engaged, whatever it may be, and now you just scared her off because she thinks that there's a poltergeist in the house because she hacked the Alexa. It's, it's, a, it's a step too far, but you've know, you got to be wise about this stuff in this day and age. All right, Alex. So the question was, what was their biggest fears in this situation? What points want to give out? Zero to 20. Ooh. Um, zero to 20. I give uh, Cisco 15, Matt 15, and Roman 15. All right, and uh, I think uh, uh, Cisco should get some brownie points for admitting that he has an OnlyFans account. <laughs> but coming okay, up, give, give wasn't that public knowledge when we started? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's more debating here at Next, right here on Master Debaters on KTSA. This is Master Debaters from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I'm Dennis Foley. Joining us this week, we have Cisco, Matt Napolitano, and Roman Garcia, who are all working to convince our judge, Alex, to give them more points than their fellow competitors. Let's keep this debate going. State your case on Master Debaters. So our competitors before the show came up with a topic that they wanted to discuss and present to our judge. They would get 60 seconds to do so. During those 60 seconds, if the other combatants wish to challenge, they will get 30 seconds each after the case is done being presented. After those challenges, the original presenter will have the opportunity to have 30 seconds of their own to uh, tell why their challengers are wrong. Now, if they change their topic for what they had sent in before the show, it's an automatic five-point penalty. There are also more points at stake. Our judge can give up to 20 points, but now the judge, Alex, can take away up to 20 points. Yeah, whether they... You know, I mean, clearly when they make the argument, but it, whether they challenge or not or choose to stay quiet. So right now, our points leader, do you guys want to guess who our points leader is right now? I think it's uh, Matt. Yeah, I think it, Matt. It is Matt. So, Matt, you get to start with your 60-second argument. Right, cool. Uh, so, obviously, a lot more people are now going out getting themselves vaccinated against COVID-19. If you haven't yet, I encourage you to do so. And here's why. I think it's ridiculous we've gotten to a point where we're rewarding people who haven't gotten the vaccine yet amidst this public health, health crisis. It's very much available. It's very much accessible at this point where you can go to your nearest pharmacy and get this thing done. So stop making it that you're going to allow people who haven't gotten it yet into a lottery, giving them all these sorts of giveaways and all these freebies, trying to reward them for doing the right thing that they should have done months ago. It's time now to reward the people that took this seriously, that went out and got themselves the shot, be it Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, &J, whatever you got. 
it's time for you to get some rewards. And I think that comes from what I believe a lot more businesses should do, start making mandates about allowing people inside their businesses who are vaccinated. That goes for bars, that goes for stadiums, arenas, what have you. I think that that's going to really pave the way for a lot more people to just suck it up and get themselves a shot amid this crisis. Whatever your stance on this, if you are really going to be impacted by getting a $10 scratch off or some free french fries, you really don't have a moral high ground to talk about about getting vaccinated. All right, Roman, first challenge, 30 seconds. All right, I do agree we don't need to be trying to give people lottery tickets and whatever to go get vaccinated. But I think the thing that people are forgetting is what about the ones who have had COVID that have great immunity, that still have the antibodies and T cells and all that stuff, and that they don't want to get a vaccine and that they really don't need to. I, I have a friend who his doctor tests him regularly to see if he still has all his T cells. He doesn't need to get the vaccine. And so I, I'm just tired of people getting vax shamed because there's different reasons. If anything, the people we should reward are the ones who've got great immunity, good health systems and taking care of themselves. All right. And uh, Cisco, your 30 second challenge. Well, I, you know, I, I think, uh, listen, I think we all, people that need, should get vaccinated should get vaccinated. I'm a believer. I'm vaccinated. But there's some people out there that maybe have health conditions or have had allergic reactions to certain medications and, you know, compromised that are needing to wait a little bit more to see some more tests or more data. And, and, and with the government getting in and rewarding, not rewarding, and this balance back and forth, uh, I think the government should kind of mind their own business. Uh, I think most people are uh, going to be smart, and if they want to do it they're going to get it done i think the government needs to stay out and uh, matt your 30 second rebuttal I agree with very much of that sentiment right there. You know, my what I'm saying is not directed at anybody who actually cannot get the vaccine because of an allergy or because of other pre-existing medical conditions. You know, that's a, a viable reason. Also, I'm talking about making this the responsibility of a business. If a business wants to turn around and say, you know what, I'm sick of this. I'm only letting vaccinated people in. I think that that is that business's capitalist right to do so. I'm not saying government should involve themselves into all of this because it just becomes way too much. In fact, the government's just been making it worse with all these free handouts. In fact, i got to watch Bill de Blasio eat French fries in front of me as a free giveaway in New York City again, I'm going to be disgusted. Even OnlyFans doesn't want that content. <laughs> Alex, what scores you want to give each of them? Negative 20 to 20. Mm, this is interesting. This is a tough one because I got vaccinated in March and, all, and I had to wait in line and I didn't get a free scratcher or a $100 gift card. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give Matt uh, what was the, the top end to the low end? Uh, 20 to 20? Yeah, 20 to negative 20. 20 to negative 20. I'm going to give Matt 16 points okay. for his argument. Uh, for the rebuttals, um, I'm not going to give any points. Okay. Roman, it's your turn with your 60-second argument. All right. You have a lot of people that, um, you know, because of COVID or out of work and some people want to get it back to work. Some people don't want to get back to work. To me, I think, you know what? If you don't want to get back to work, don't get back to work. Go live your life. Go travel. Go do things while you can. I think people have it backwards where they work until they're old and then they try to go do the fun stuff. You know what? Do the fun stuff now. Now people say, well, what about money? What about money? You know what? This day and age, there's a lot of ways to make money uh, and being mobile. I think we've learned that, too, during this COVID thing of working from home, being mobile. So I think people need to flip this script 
and they need to go do all the stuff you want to do now. And then when you're old, get a job where you're just going to maybe sit down all day and, and do something there and, and get your paycheck and whatever, and then ride off into the sunset like that. But I think people need to do it now while they're healthy, while they can. Tomorrow is not promised. Again, I think that's something that COVID has taught us. And I think people just, they need to live their life, you know, and, um, and just get out there and do it. Find a way to make the money, get out there and do it. Matt with the 30-second challenge. I don't think it's just as simple as that for a lot of people, especially depending on the line of industry you're going to. Not to mention you're putting into a complicated spot for a lot of other businesses that really rely on people on the younger end of things. I mean, you think about tech jobs. You know, you're not going to have, you know, 65, 75-year-old people being able to line up and take care of most of those lines of employment. Right now you got restaurants that can barely stab themselves, you know, grocery stores, so many places that can't even, like, bring staff on board right now because of the current unemployment benefits. I think it needs to be considered from a business angle of who can be hired for these posts and, you know, save up and enjoy it later. You know, I'm not saying you got to be 80 when you retire, but you could be 50. And Roman, your 30-second rebuttal. Yeah, that's true. Businesses need people, but I think people also need to make personal decisions and say, okay, do I want to give time is irreplaceable. You know, that's the most valuable thing that you have. And so I think people can find a way, like I said, to where you could be mobile. You could do things out of an office. You don't have to worry about nine to five fighting traffic, road rage, you know, burning half of your life, going back and forth to work. I think people can get creative, get out there, live their lives, work smarter uh do it in a quicker period of time and, and enjoy your life all right don't disparage road rage that's the official sport of new york <laughs> <laughs> alex uh what scores you want to give all three of our debaters negative 20 to 20 mm. uh roman i'm gonna give uh 10 matt three and Cisco didn't get into it, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give him any points. Okay. Uh, next argument comes from Cisco. 60 seconds. All right. I think we're, I mean, I hope we're all football fans here, but uh, I was a subscriber of the NFL Sunday ticket package for 20, almost 25 years on DirecTV. I think it is time that the NFL says bye to DirecTV and makes the Sunday ticket available on all platforms, Amazon, YouTube TV, Sling TV, whatever it is, because the NFL will make millions and that takes away the uh, have to get DirecTV to watch the Sunday ticket. All right, it, it, we're in a world now where you know we have so many choices. We can get things when we want to get them. Uh, I think it's time the NFL makes their games available to everybody uh, and the Sunday ticket package available on every single platform. Uh, that'll make football fans rejoice from coast to coast. Uh, you're not uh, having to sit here and 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 San Antonio and be stuck watching the Cowboys or the Texans. You can watch the Soda Vikings anytime you want. Or, you know, if Alex up there in New York, if he's a Cowboys fan, he can watch the Cowboys. So uh, get rid of DirecTV. Roman with a late 30 second challenge. Sorry, I was hitting the button there and it wasn't going through. So, well, I, I mean, that makes sense. But here's the problem, especially now with all the subscriber channels. You know, people are like, oh, they're like, I'll pay too much for cable and I'm going to go to 
Roku or something, something. But then you subscribe to one, you subscribe to another, you subscribe to another. Next thing you know, you're paying just as much as you paid before to have a, a satellite service. So I think, yeah, it, it, sure, in theory, that sounds great, but it doesn't make sense because then you're subscribing to 50 jillion different services and it winds up costing you more. Matt with a 30 second challenge. You know what? I would have been on board with the NFL Sunday ticket becoming available on other platforms last year. That was the opportune time that the NFL had to do that, where they realized, well, you know what? People can't go to the bars like they would on Sunday to go watch their team. They're not going to be able to do that. And we bring it to them. And then they decide maybe if they want to subscribe to DirecTV down the line or they work with their cable provider to make it work. There was definitely a missed opportunity there. At this point in the game, as much as I would like it, just because, you know, it changes things up when I got to sit through the misery that is watching the Jets on Sunday, I wouldn't mind switching over to something else. But I think that the timeline's gone. And Cisco, your 30-second rebuttal. The timeline is never gone. NFL football is a massive consumption monster. All right. It rules Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays and, and, and all. So, uh, you know, back to Roman's debate about uh, having to subscribe to all these different platforms. You won't. You'll be able to watch it on any platform you want. So if you pay for uh, Amazon Prime and you want to pay to add the Sunday ticket, it's an addition. Right. Instead of having to totally get rid of any provider you want and have to pay to have direct TV satellite uh, i think those days are over open it up all right alex what scores want to give all three of our debaters negative 20 to 20 um hmm you know i it's uh it's difficult because as, as they were i remember somebody telling me that you didn't necessarily have to have direct tv to get sunday ticket uh, but then i went to the website and tried it while i was listening to your arguments and it says that i need to have DirecTV, uh, and uh, screw that. Uh, I do not want DirecTV. Uh, uh, so I am because ever. I'm going to say that everybody was is right about this. Uh, it, we really Matt Matt specifically writes that they really should have uh, let that happen last year. Uh, this 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 necessary partnering with DirecTV is is terrible, especially for anyone who's a fan of the New York Jets or New York Giants who really want to watch football. Um, real football, I mean. Uh, so I, I, I am going to go I'm going to say, Roman, uh, 18 points. Uh, Cisco, 18 points. And Matt, uh, 18 points. Okay, and before uh, we wrap up, uh, kind of a similar idea. What about college football? Kind of getting into that Sunday ticket idea, um, and and doing offering a package like that, and maybe kind of taking advantage of an opportunity that the NFL is missing. Well, they used to have the uh, ESPN game plan where you could watch out of market games. Uh, I don't know if they still offer that, but I think ESPN with the you know with the evolution of, of ESPN Plus now, uh, you know if you pay for that, you're able to pretty much watch anything from from coast to coast. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I do agree though, Dennis. Yeah, it's, uh, most of these games now should be able to be streamed. If, if you can't watch it over the air on on television or through your cable provider, you should be able to stream any game you want. So down with the NFL. <laughs> that's, that's our ruling. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, not down for the NFL. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, who's going to win comes down to one final fight. This is Master Debaters from KTSA. From 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. Yeah, that argument is going to end right here, right now. It's a battle this week between Cisco, Matt Napolitano, and Roman Garcia to convince our judge, Alex, that their argument is the best argument. But it all comes down to one final fight. Closing arguments on Master Debater. So this is where it all gets decided in a four-minute melee. I'm going to present a topic, and our three contestants will hash it out amongst themselves for a whole four minutes. No more, no less. Four minutes. At the sound of the final buzzer, our judge will give each combatant up to 100 points or can take away up to 100 points. The person with the fewest points will get a 15-second head start, and then everyone else can join in after a little bell has rung. So, who has the fewest points? Any guesses? No. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not here to shame based on points. <laughs> well, the correct answer was Cisco. The, oh, and it's not a matter of shame. It's about getting that advantage to start first. So, no, it's shame. That's shame. <laughs> shameful of you to say that. Well, the topic. Contradictions. We touched on it earlier when debating the mask mandate legal battles here in Texas. One government official says this. Another says that. One judgment makes sense. Another doesn't. What would be the most annoying situation to have conflicting mandates, rules, laws, edicts, whatever you want to call it, where one authority says one thing, but another authority says something else? It's a four-minute argument with a 15-second head start, which belongs to Cisco and starts now. Well, I guess maybe I'm a little confused by your question, Dennis, but, um, you know... Honestly, I kind of got lost in your question there, to to be honest. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Um, if if you're out somewhere or you're trying to do something, DMV, food shopping, like if if someone says, well, uh, you know, you have to be 18 to buy this, but someone else says, no, you should be 25. You know, what's a situation where you'd be like, dude, pick a side already. And that'd be the most frustrating experience you have. Well, I totally think the, the, the liquor laws, right? We send our troops out to fight and dis- uh, defend this country, but they can't have a, you know, ha- have a beer or have a drink. I think the, the government needs to make up their mind. You know, you're, yeah. you're, a le- you're a legal adult when you're 18. You go to jail for something if you're 18. You should be able to, uh, uh, you know, have, have a hearty uh, drink of, of, of liquor when, when, when you're 18. So I think this 21-year-old uh, – plus, what, same with the rental, rent, renting a car. Why do you got to be 25? to rent a car uh i mean goodness gracious i you know that's one i never understood like what what qualifies it that it's got to be 25 like you know 10 years from now i can run for the white house so i have a decade of just like enjoying renting a car like it just makes no sense like these age limits <laughs> I, I think the weird. thing is that you you know one you've got you have government making rules you know uh, you know on the national level and then you have uh, states making rules, and then you have uh, local government making rules, and and there's all this mix and match and mix and match, and so that's what creates a problem. And it, but it's good, but you really can't have consistency because there's so many entities involved. But I think at some point there needs to be common sense on some things. Even like with this earlier, we're talking about the mass mass mandates and mass rules, and businesses can make their own choices. But I saw one business that said 
you know, you can't come in unless you have the plastic shield face mask. And then the, literally right next door, and I took pictures of these signs where this other one said, don't come in if you have just a plastic mask shield because those don't provide enough protection. So you have all these different things, people saying different stuff. I was at the airport the other day. They said, get in this line. And then halfway through, they said, you need to move to this other line. I moved to the other line. They go, why are you in that line? You need to be back in the line where I was at. Just, it just, confusion is never good. But I think there needs to be common sense where someone can say, okay, you know what? We, we, you know, there's got to be some kind of thing that these things can be run through to make well, sure. The problem is, the problem is, is common sense. The common sense. Uh, everybody's lost their common sense. All right, you got one side of the go. country which is insane and just, uh, you know, they don't know what they're what they're doing. You got another side of the country. You got this part of the country. It, it, there is no common sense anymore. The the sense has left the commons uh, pretty yeah. much across the country. I'm convinced yeah. when you're in those situations, though, where it's like stay in this line now, you're in this line, go to that line. They're just doing it for for and giggles, for lack of a better term, yeah. frankly. Like that's Seems what like it. They got nothing else to do during the day, so they got to do something to you know entertain themselves. It makes no. And sense then they wonder why happens. people lose their minds and flip yeah. out and start you know start fights. You know, I, I and mean, the, it, and the it's... worst part is that it ends up being the person that gets snapped at is probably the person that doesn't really deserve it. Just that, oh, yeah. like, they were the final straw. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let's say, like, you're at the airport, TSA saying, go here, go there, go here, go there. You finally get through, only to find out that, you know, you're sta you're now on standby for your flight. And then you let it out on that poor person working the gate who was just, you know, trying to do their job. Oh, yeah. You know what we, you just we, went through. Like, that's what always ends up happening is it ends up being directed at somebody who didn't deserve the outburst. Well, and the yeah, problem we, is there's too many Karens in this world, right? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, people that feel entitled and, and so on and so forth that make things worse for everybody else. Uh, so, you know, those people just need to, you know, shut their face, go eat their whatever they're going to eat and kind of mind their own business. <laughs> and sometimes people Karens get on a little – they get on a little power trip. You put them in a little position of power and people will abuse it. Like I said, create a situation to frustrate people. All right, before I go to Alex, the question was, which situation was the worst? So you guys presented a lot of situations. Uh, yeah. I'll go one by one. Um, which one would They're you say the is, is the worst yeah. sort of conflict? Everything's terrible. Everything's horrible. Everything sucks. Cisco, what, what's the, uh, <laughs> of the situations presented, which one would you say is the worst conflict or most frustrating? Uh, the, the Probably the, uh, well, kind of what I was starting to talk about, the age, okay. the, the drinking age. I know that really didn't make any sense, so I'm probably going to get negative 20. <laughs> Matt, what was – what do you say is probably the worst con conflict or conflicting – I'm kind of on par with that where it's like you're 18 and you could serve in the military and sign up for a student loan, but you can't have a drink. Like, come on. And Roman? Or rent a car. <laughs> or rent a car. Mm -hmm. Roman, what, what of the situation's raised? can't even buy smokes. So like, I mean yeah. – um, Prostitution, man. Should all be legal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Where'd that come from? It's the biggest. That's the biggest problem of our current time, and sex, that's why sex robots. Sex robots are, are you know becoming a thing. They're replacing <laughs> McDonald's workers with robots. They're replacing prostitutes with sex robots. We need some consistency. We just let 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 them do what they're going to do. OnlyFans, right. hookers, whatever. Alex, uh, what scores you want to give those arguments? Negative one hundred to one hundred. Oh, this is going to be tough. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> nobody, uh, n n when they got to the worst thing, no one mentioned the airport, which is really where every level of of government is involved. You've got federal, 
state and local laws involved there, and that just yeah. drives everybody batty. And that's why everyone gets on the plane and starts fighting each other. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Cisco, I'm going to give him 10 points. Roman, I'm going to give 30 points. And Matt, I'm going to give 20 points. Okay, well... Let's see who our winner is this week while I do some math, putting that number here, this one there. Hmm. Okay, well, after talking about a variety of different topics, ranging from mask mandates to OnlyFans, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is time to name this week's Master Debater. In third place with 71 points, Cisco. In second place with 97 points, Roman Garcia, which means this week's master debater with 104 points is Matt Napolitano. 60 seconds to celebrate. Your victory begins about now. Oh, I'm so excited I could start an OnlyFans and just cook all the time. This is the <laughs> best day ever. Uh, my two opponents, this was a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. I mean, this was very enjoyable. Last time I did this show, I went up against a robot, and the robot gave me some <laughs> ridiculous scores, including at one point negative 69 in the final challenge, so it was nice. So for that, I also thank our judge, Alex, for being a human. That's very, very yeah, kind of you. All human. I greatly appreciate that. Um, thank you again. This is like really cool. I'm so happy you come away victorious in this. Uh, to all folks out there, please get yourself vaccinated. I beg of you. You know, we're so close to getting done with this crisis. Now we're searching again with the Delta cases. Please take it seriously. Mask up when you have to and be responsible about this stuff. I'm not going to yell at you and scream at you. I would like to, but you know what? I'm not going to get into the whole shaming thing. That being said, <laughs> it's been fun. Really great time. And I really appreciate it. Mask debaters. Mom, I did it. Mom, I did it. <laughs> is that something Congratulations. you want to be telling mom that you, that, you know that you uh, did it masturbators uh, no I just I had flashback there to age 12 not gonna lie mm. yeah <laughs> she's like yeah I know you did it I know you did it <laughs> well that's it a big thank you to our three contestants Cisco who can be heard each weekday on San Antonio's Energy 94.1 Matt Napolitano who can be heard each weekday afternoon on Fox News Headlines 24-7 on Sirius XM channel 115 and Roman Garcia, who you could see each weekend on Success in the City on the CW35 right here in San Antonio. And a big thanks to our judge, Alex, from Long Island, New York. Master Debaters is a production of KTSA San Antonio. Learn more about Master Debaters online at KTSA.com. I'm Dennis Foley. This has been Master Debaters, the show where the best argument wins. San Antonio's home for news and talk. On air, online, and on demand. 550 KTSA and FM 1071.